there's not an awful lot of pressure here but uh, only the pressure that she'll put on herself this is 15 year old Yulia Lipnitskaya for Russia skating to Schindler's List and this is a masterpiece Triple Lutz, Triple Toe. Double Axle, Triple Toe, Double Toe combination. And straight into the transition as well. Just a ridiculous start for a 15-year-old. Plushenko brought the house to its feet out of respect and Yulia Lipnitskaya out of sheer admiration. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, she's half his age and we've got the same reaction from the crowd. podcast. Uh, if you listen to our first episode, you heard that um, I, Johanna, am a long-term figure skating viewer and fan, and I'm with my partner, Dia, hello, hello, who is a new fan. Basically, I forced him to watch, and now he kind of got into skating. That's kind of the short end of it. Um, so we were talking uh, after our first episode, we talked about uh, between just between the two of us, we talked about how um, if there is someone we uh, know who has never seen figure skating, or maybe who has seen it but who is not uh, especially interested in it, who uh, you know, which programs would you show to such a person um, to sort of introduce them to what is special about figure skating and what is interesting about it? And we talked about that a bit, and we sort of came up with a list. So we thought we would start with one of those uh, programs and talk about why and then get into a few others in the future, in the near future, hopefully. Hmm. So So what are we talking about today? We're starting off with um, Yulia Litnitskaya and her uh, 2014 Olympic um, skate, her free skate, which was to Schindler's List. And some of you who have been watching a long time, like I have, you're like, oh yeah, that program. And maybe some of you are too young or just haven't watched skating that much. 
So just basically uh, at that point, the 2014 Olympics, uh, Yulia Litnitskaya was a very young Russian girl, 15 years old. She was just old enough to enter the Olympics. In fact, you have to be 15 at a certain point during that year or the year before to be uh, allowed to enter at all. And she was kind of a Russian prodigy who just turned up uh, they usually like to say out of nowhere, but obviously it's not out of nowhere when a skater comes on the senior competitive scene and just kills it. It's usually from junior skating and before that they have skated for a very long time and have competed. But for the general public, um, people like to say that she came out of nowhere. And uh, so you watched it. Yesterday, I made you watch it. What yes, were your I thoughts? I think you showed me, showed me once before. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Well, it was beautiful. She was so serious. She had a serious aura. Mm -hmm. um, and she was strong and had speed. Yeah. I always liked the speed. Yeah. And uh, she, I think she missed one jump. A bit but she was so strong keeping it together it was uh, I like that yeah the one we watched was during the team competition because that was her best performance she mm -hmm. also performed in the singles uh, but if you want to watch it go to YouTube and you'll find the uh, the team competition mm. so that was it was almost perfect pretty much yeah I like the music also I'm a big John Williams fan kept bugging me the uh, commentators were talking about her age mm -hmm. and, and nowadays that's how old they are exactly. the best skaters yep. are this age yeah that's true so that it was kind of they did talk about her I and mean, we happened to watch the i don't know which commentators it was actually it wasn't the american ones i don't know who it was maybe australian or i don't know someone but just the clip that we happened to watch the other day but they did mention her age a lot, and that was a big deal. I mean, the thing is, she was sort of the Olympic darling at that point because she was that sort of prodigy of those particular, mm. the 2014 Olympics. Um, because she was so talented, you know, people were calling her a prodigy, and she was just old enough to enter, and it was in her home country. You know, there was a kind of the story around it, which made sense. Um, it was easy to sort of promote her and she got a lot of press and attention and attention from uh, regular people because uh, as you know a lot of people only watch figure skating during the Olympics if they're mm. not like diehard fans um, but a lot of people do watch it just during the Olympics so mm. they saw her and it's interesting to think you know besides the facts that she was so young and she did very well and she was Russian what the sort of appeal was because she did get a lot of attention and it's kind of interesting and it's one of the reasons why I chose this skate because I do think it's a great skate and that music it's been overused especially since then because mm. I think a lot of people I mean b people used it before as well but I think a lot of people saw her skate and then it's been overused way too much among skaters in my opinion but at that point it was still a little bit fresh uh, it hadn't been overused to that extent um, and what you say about the fact that she was so serious mm -hmm. is interesting because she is and I like that some mm. that didn't appeal to some people some people want that sort of showy uh, even if it's like a serious piece they want a more obvious expression of emotion but it did feel genuine to me that it wasn't sort of put on 
but at the same time she's serious to the point where it looks kind of almost like there's nothing going on you know what i mean like it's, mm. she's not putting it on but she also just sort of wide-eyed serious but i don't know there's just something about it that is uh a little bit unusual in a good way i think mm. um were there any skaters like her before her no Be because many have come after her i guess looks exactly like her very true she was kind of the start in my opinion of this sort of oh, thing and we'll get to that yeah. yeah she was very much the start of a certain trend that we're not a fan of <laughs> which mean which is the very short careers of russian female skaters mm. not the start like ever but there were skaters before that were russian skaters who were skating for years <laughs> And it's kind of interesting because, um, like I said, she had this sort of moment during the Olympics and got a lot of attention. And it was because, you know, that she was really flexible, her pirouettes were really good, and she was fast, and she did really well, and she had a special quality, I think. But there was also this reason that it's kind of like in gymnastics for a long time, for many, many years, people have sort of loved when a very young girl comes on who is a kind of a prodigy who's like 14, 15 and who just kills it during the Olympics, that will get so much attention every time. And it's usually within either figure skating or gymnastics. And people love that for some reason. What, what does the attention look like? It's just a lot of press and media and they get mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, pe <laughs> people, um, that's the one they that's the person they talk about mm. there's something about this idea of having a very young girl come on and just be like really innocent and really promising and all potential and she has to be beautiful and lovely which you know i mean anyone is at 14 or 15 really but there's this sort of thing of i don't know there's something about it that is a little disturbing in a way just in the sense that why do we appreciate and i'm not talking about julia lipinskaya especially but just why is that such a big deal amongst the general public who basically only watch the olympics maybe hmm. like what is it about i mean is it about like they're missing their own youth or something but it's something about the potential of being that young and that sort of fresh-faced and being all promise yes not, yeah. I, I would uh, guess yeah. the potential but that's the their peak yeah yeah that's the problem though isn't yeah, it yeah yes because that's what so that's part of the reason why i chose this performance because i remember watching uh this performance in julia litvinskaya during that season and I loved her i thought wow like sh she is really promising i thought which was the thing like you know, she's crazy flexible and she seems to have like, she doesn't seem to be nervous. She went out there and did really well. She won the Europeans that same season. And I actually cried when she did. I felt this sort of weird sort of like pride, you know, like you can be sort of proud of someone you don't know because you think like they really did it. You know, they really put it together. And it's like, but at the same time, that's a little bit problematic because why is the idea of someone being all promise, all potential, more alluring or more interesting than someone who comes on with, you know, life experience? I mean, even if they're only, let's say they're 25 in figure skating, which is old <laughs> compared to her at that point. But, but it is more interesting. I mean, I'm more interested to a person in real life who has had some sort of life experience. So in sports, 
it should be reflected there as well. But there's something about that sort of unspoiled, innocent quality that really appeals to people. But the thing is, we all saw great potential in her that season. And uh, not just potential, I mean, she did deliver, she won Europeans, she won a team gold during the Olympics with her Russian team. But that was it. Because mm. she came back next season and did not do well, unfortunately. And she, uh, I think she struggled on, sort of injured on and off for maybe a season and a half or something after that. And she switched coaches and basically just disappeared before age, I don't know, 17. And she was the one everyone was like, this is the next, not everyone, but a lot of people thought she was the next big star in figure mm. skating. And that did not happen at all. So that season during the Olympics and during this performance that we watched, that was her moment, really, in terms of her figure skating career. So when everyone was watching this promise and potential, it wasn't. That was her peak, and that was mm. the this moment. And it's doesn't that doesn't mean that it's nothing. You know, there was a great glorious moment, but I do think she was kind of the start of that thing of. Russian girls especially coming on and then they do really well for a season or two and then the next batch comes on and we're supposed to get invested in them Well, you I think you're describing my experience with uh, Alina Sagitova, right? And that was exactly my experience. How so? I saw all this potential in her. Yeah, I was looking forward to follow her career yeah. her long career. Yeah, she was uh, this superstar of the world and then she, I think she came to Italy and everything just broke down. Like, was it a Grand Prix in Italy? Uh, I can't remember that much. Do you remember more details no, than I do? No, it was horrible. That's interesting. Yeah. She, she fell on every jump almost. Right, yeah. It was right after the Olympics. Yeah. And um, uh, she's retired now? I think she was kind of semi-retired. I'm not sure if she, mm. I think she was trying to come back, but after the pandemic, I don't know what happened there. Um, but the thing is, even if she did... Well, she had the perfect peak though, Olympics. Of course, mm. exactly. Yeah, she's kind of the same. She had a slightly longer career mm. thus far than Yulia Olympiskaya, but same thing, absolutely yeah. the same thing. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, we would like to um, follow people for a lot longer time and so they, they get to have their ups and downs Yeah, and I don't know what the answer is but there's also something really bittersweet about this with this guy at the performance the fact that that it was a glorious moment in a way but it was so short mm. and that was it and um, and that's I don't know it's this weird sort of like hunger during I don't know the Olympic public or press or whatever they want like the next star and especially unfortunately talking about the female uh, Athletic stars, but they, it's like they just want the one who's fresh and new and then that's it I mean, I'm mm. not saying that's why her career ended because there were other things like her technique, but um, There's something about that sort of it's I don't know. I just it, it's I don't know why the general public don't feel that it's more interesting to actually see someone who is not just promise and potential and young and fresh but who has more i mean for instance like she was really serious and it's an artistic choice that mm. i like but i don't think it was a choice i think that's all she had because she was so young mm. whereas when you see someone who's 
truly artistic, I think they have choices and have made choices because they have different things to express. And that is more interesting mm. to watch when it's a conscious choice. But what could, can you tell us about the performance? What what happened? Yeah, so she um, she, wear, she was wear. the girl in the red coat, mm. uh, and that was a nice choice, I think. You know that they uh, and she had a nice like red coat kind of costume, and and because she was so young and looked so young, it it I do think that was a good choice. And then she, um, you know, she just. The performance, it was really good, like she was strong technically and she's so flexible and um, she had some musical ability, I think, mm -hmm. but um, because there is so much that they have to press into these programs, they have to do all these different uh, elements, she kind of rushes her movements a lot, like mm -hmm. so she have like these glorious, like she can lift her legs like crazy and bend her back with no effort with it no was effort beautiful <laughs> it is yeah but because they have so much to have to push into the program she would just sort of like blah, into something amazing but it would just be for like a second and she, then she would like snap out of it where mm. it's much more interesting when someone can like linger in those moments and really sort of ache something into them and get some expression into them because she kind of did it, like you say, like it was no, 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 nothing difficult at all. But at the same time, I like it to be maybe not difficult, but to have them like choose to stay in something or, or maybe, you know, you create a dynamic in a program by stretching something longer, literally, or, you know, taking your time. And, but because the programs have to be so packed, she was kind of like rushing through it, um, partly because I think of lack of... Um, experience and and but partly because I mean a big part of it was because there is so much content so what she gained on speed like it's a really fast program but I think some moments I just want them the skater to hold so that we can like breathe into that moment and truly enjoy it and soak it in yeah I, I felt it to be quite clean mm -hmm. uh, almost like the audience were holding their breaths yeah it was a very specific atmosphere. That's absolutely true mm. because it was the start of the Olympics and it was in Russia, so a lot of the audience was Russian and they were rooting for their team. Mm. And yeah, that does create a special atmosphere. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the applause exploded. They after did. Every jump. Yeah, that, that was nice. That's a second look with a double toe for good measure. Look at that position and speed. And this was so interesting too because I know you didn't watch skating back then because mm. it was before we met. Yes. So you had a choice not to watch it. But the thing is, um, she was not the only star of the Russian team. They had uh, Pushenko, mm. who was this uh, great star um, <laughs> in Russia and very much uh, admired in Russia at that point. Um, but he came back for, I don't know how many Olympics he came back from, but from sort of retirement. And he came back for that. And the interesting thing is, I mean, they had had, the audience had already had this great experience because he did well, uh, very well also during the team um, competition. And so they had this great moment with him that was sort of building towards the Russian uh, gold. 
but the interesting thing is as well, I think that Plushenko was sort of, he was the other star in a way for the Russian team and Lutniskaya was the female, but he was twice her age at that point, mm. at least, I think. So she was 15 and he must have been, I guess, well into his 30s at that point. So he was not the prodigy. <laughs> he was Russia not the prodigy anymore. But to have that, because that is interesting as well. Like, why is it that the male skaters can last into their 30s? It, yeah. I mean, that's still rare, but he, in his case, he could. But the female skaters only get to like 15, 16. And it was so clear in that moment because they were both there, both in the same team. And uh, I don't know, I hope there's a change and a leveling out of that. But Plushenko is a coach nowadays. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> no, we, we talked about the situation in Russia for the female skaters. Yes, so he's overtaken some of the uh, female Russian skaters mm. as well. And um, we're very interested to see what's going to happen there. Is yeah. he a good coach? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he is. But in what way? Like, mm. uh, like, is he able to sort of nurture these human beings as well in a way that makes them have more longevity? I have no idea. But I hope someone does. Mm. But where is she now? What she's doing today? She just had a baby. Oh, wow. Actually, uh, I saw it on her Instagram um, very recently. So that's good. And she's also been, uh, she's been a coach as well. And uh, how, how old is she? She must only be like 21 or something right mm. now. Because this was 2014. She was just, yeah, that kind of works out. Yeah. So she's had a baby young and uh, she's been a coach and I think a commentator for Russian TV when oh uh, wow so she, I think because she was such a big star and people loved her yeah so they so I mean it's not like I don't mean to say like she's over like her life it's over anything just that moment in skating that everyone thought was the beginning of something wasn't it was it, it was the uh, Europeans yeah. what will this be it's going to be good that is for dead short the free skating just a reminder, Gracie got 129.38. Hang on to your hats. 141.51. Unreal score there for Yulia Lipnitskaya. A couple of points better than she's ever had before. Quite incredible. The Russians increasing their lead. They were untouchable before this and now they're in another they're on another planet by some way they're in first place we've still got the ice dance but they got 67 points in the bag what are they 11 points ahead